Welcome to the Rooted in Wellness as We Age podcast. I'm your host, Christina DeFranco, the founder of Rooted Tree Wellness Studio. I am a movement specialist for mature bodies with a background in psychology and kinesiology. My life's mission is to help reduce pain, improve quality of life, and increase independence as we age. We will be exploring various facets of wellness with myself and special guests to get to the root of what makes us well. Welcome back to the Rooted in Wellness as We Age podcast. I'm your host, Christina DeFranco, and I'm so excited to have you with us today because we are going to be talking about chronological versus biological age. What exactly are these two and how does it impact our wellness? Well, if you've ever looked at someone and said, wow, they look a lot younger than they are, or that person looks a lot older than they are. Well, that alludes to this idea of chronological versus biological age. Your chronological age is how many years old you are. So from the day you were born until now, how old are you? Whereas your biological age is how old you seem to be. And this is based on a lot of biological factors that we're going to discuss. Now, I do want to preface this episode by just saying that I'm doing a very overview, introduction, basic 101 um, kind of discussion around biological versus chronological age just to get you thinking on the topic and just to kind of throw some ideas into your head. However, there is extensive research on this topic. It goes deep into epigenetics and all of these other things. So I'm not going to be diving into the science realm of it. I definitely can if you guys are interested in learning more. But for the episode today, we are going to be staying very surface level and really just focusing on how it relates to wellness and the things that we have control over in our own wellness. So without further ado, let's dive into exactly what chronological versus biological age is. Let's start to discuss what exactly we can do to help our biological age. It's said that the younger our biological age is, again, this is the age we seem to be, the healthier we are. And this can be related to diet, so your nutrition, your exercise or the movement you do, if you're a smoker or a non-smoker, environmental toxins you're exposed to, and so much more. And this actually goes into a much larger discussion around the social determinants of health and the privilege and access we have as individuals. But we're, again, we're not going to dive too far into this. This is a very complex topic, but we're just going to kind of skim the surface today and really think about what we have control over. For example, you have control over whether you choose to smoke or not. I'm not saying it's easy by any means. However, if you are choosing to smoke or if it's something you're not actively looking to stop, you are increasing that biological age, which results in a less healthier picture overall. So when we start to look at environmental factors, there's lots of things that are at play here. So for example, car exhaust, if you're exposed to that regularly, if you're exposed to plastics within food, so let's say you microwave plastics and then you eat out of it, that's creating excess toxins in your body. Things like alcohol, exposure to sunlight, 
and so much more. So it's really important to start to consider what chemicals we're bringing into our lives, what toxins we're consuming, because they play a much bigger picture in our wellness than we even think about. Let's take a look at some of the research. Like I said, it's a big pool of scientific research. However, let's just take a look at one study that was published in the Journal of the National Cancer Institute. And it showed that for every five years of biological age, you are older than your chronological age. So let's say you're 40 but your biological age, so the epigenetics that we were talking about, is five years older, so your biological age is showing us 45, even though you're only 40. Every five years older you are, your risk of breast cancer increases by 15%. And there's a lot of these different studies that are starting to come out about how significant it is the older your biological age is compared to your chronological age. When we look at athletes, for example, a lot of athletes are actually much younger in their biological age than their chronological age. So let's say an NHL player, for example, who's 30 may actually have a biological age of 24 or 25. So they are significantly healthier than their actual chronological age. So it starts this discussion around what can we do to actually improve our biological age and thus extending the quality of our life and the conditions that we may be exposed to as we get older. So while I'm not a dietitian and I'm very excited to be bringing um, lots of guests on the show, I was reading an article on breastcancer.org and I'll have it in the show notes if you're interested in reading it. And they were actually recommending a nutrient dense diet and showing the impact that it can have on your biological age. So having foods that include nutrients such as folate, or choline or B12 or B6 have been proven to help improve this biological age. Like I mentioned, controlling factors such as improving your movement practices, your diet, including some of those more nutrient-dense foods, having a non-smoking, non-alcohol-based lifestyle or minimizing those. Again, there's lots of debate around some of these topics, but the more well-rounded and kind of everything in moderation style of life that you can move forward with, the more improvement you may see in that biological age. And we can actually test things that indicate our biological age compared to our chronological age. And so I just wanted to share this with you as a little bit of an eye opener to some of those things that we do have control over and some of these studies that are starting to come out, especially linked to cancer and chronic illnesses that show the more severe our biological age is in relation to our chronological age, the more susceptible we are to some of these things. And while they might not be massive differences, why not improve our quality of life? Why not try to switch up the diet, have a little bit more moderation? I'm not saying only eat salads, but bringing movement into your life if you're more sedentary. What do these things look like so that we can live 
a higher quality of life with less pain. I hope this episode got you thinking. Again, if you'd like me to bring in some specialists or guests to talk about how we can improve these things or dive into a little bit more of the scientific realm of the epigenetics of this, then definitely let me know. Send me an email at hello at rootedtreewellnessstudio.com or check out www.rootedtreewellnessstudio.com. And I can't wait to talk to you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Rooted in Wellness as We Age podcast. If you're interested in learning more, trying out a class, or asking any questions, feel free to connect at www.rootedtreewellnessstudio.com. Email hello at rootedtreewellnessstudio.com or check us out over on Instagram at rootedtreewellnessstudio. Thank you for listening and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Have a great day.